Greetings and salutations. I hope you can hear me just fine because, man, are we having a lot of fun behind the scenes here with Ref the District crew. Uh, I'm Nathan Perry. He's the stoner. And, yes, we got Trevor again with us. Um, this is Day After Reckoning. It's our new episodes that we're going to be bringing out through the Washington football season where we go over the game the day before. I really think that's about all we need to know about that, guys. How are you guys doing? Can, I'm assuming you can hear me just fine. Yeah, we can hear yeah. you, but it's the day yeah. after, not the day before. Yeah, well, yeah you said the day. The, we're going over the game the day before. Oh, the, from the show's the day called before. the day after reckoning. We're going over the show the day before. I'm I trying. know that might be confusing. It's not nearly as confusing as the fact that I'm hearing double audio. So if, if any of our audience members are experiencing that. Uh, or wonder why I looked confused for the majority of this episode, just know that is what's happening uh, behind the scenes. You guys watch the game? Of course. Uh, did we watch the game? Come what on. Game? We were, Wait, did, what game? We were, okay. Yeah, Let me game? ask you this then, Stoner. Of, well, come on. Come on. Stoner, did you were you really watching the third and fourth quarter? I did. I watched the third and fourth quarter, even though I when we were talking about earlier whether or not I watched the third and fourth quarter, that was the second time. So I watched, oh, I watched it oh, again okay. today, the oh, second okay. time, but I yeah. didn't watch the second half because I don't have uh, a lot of interest in seeing the backups play, the third and fourth stringers. I know that might tick off Mr. President Jason Wright, <laughs> but everybody feels the same way. Nobody's brave enough to say it since he came out with his, uh, with his attack and Mike Florio. But it's true. Nobody wants to watch a bunch of skells. The coaches do. It's important. I don't want to watch it. I enjoyed it, but that's only because you do sometimes see those district diamonds come through sure. at that point in time. And we, we got to see a lot of guys. I had some vested interest, obviously, because while we're not going to get to the dollar-dollar recap until later, I do still have that dollar riding on Samus Reyes, which after today's pressers, I'm feeling a little bit better about. We gotta stop with that. Are you are you yeah. kidding, don't, Trevor? Are you are you on yet. the uh, Samus Reyes train, hype train? Nah, I'll keep him on the practice squad and develop him, but he's not gonna make the fifty-three. Thank I'm sorry. Even, I don't know. I, I can tell you who's not gonna be on the fifty-three, and that's Hemingway. Oh, for sure. Get him <laughs> out of there. Stop. We got to stop with these. No, first cutter, August 17th. What has he done during – he has not been talked about at all, really. Okay, I will say this. He he did – you know, early on, Ron Rivera through the camps, early camps, Hemingway kept being brought up pretty consistently. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that was dropped off considerably, you know, the the way the camp had gone on. And nobody's going to be talking about him come three weeks from now because he won't be on the team to talk about. Dollar, nah, dollar. He's not making it that first cut. I'll take, I'll take it. I'll take it. You think him? You think Hemingway's going to be on the fifty-three? Yes, sir, I do. No, he's not. Oh, I will take that, Trevor. You taking that? Yeah, he's not. He's not yeah, of course it. we're going to take that. Listen, he won't make you... the eighty-five, which happens on Tuesday. He won't even make the eighty-five. Oh. I'll, I'll bet Ooh, that. I won't take. I'll, I won't take that one. I'll I won't take that one. But I, he won't be on the fifty-three. He won't be on the fifty-three. Ricky Seals Jones is better. Way better. Okay. And so, okay, okay, so you got you, you've Thomas, got Logan. Yeah, John Bates and Ricky Seals Jones. Tight end room is set. Okay, maybe. No. What do you mean maybe? They're not keeping a fourth tight end. Here, oh, no, it's not going to okay. be anywhere. Let me teach you, young kids, a little lesson here. 
sit back and enjoy this little talking to that you're about to have. Making declarative statements based on one game is foolish because you have no idea what happens every day in practice. You have no idea what happens in the film room. Trevor's like, I need to talk, please. He's, he's raising his you hand. We're in grade school. You, you, you don't know what goes on in a weight room. You don't know how coachable he is. You don't know his attitude. You don't know what's going on outside. You have no idea what goes on day to day. Hit us, Trevor. Hit us, Trevor. He's repeating himself. Hit us, Trevor. Uh, you might not be a part of this train, but that's the exact Heineke train that you're talking about. One game, they based it off one performance, the Tampa Bay, and you're like, QB1, QB1. No. Hemingway. Samus right. Reyes had a better preseason game than Tamarick Hemingway last night. Okay. Yes, he did. So? But there's no way, there's no way, if Samus Reyes is not making the 53, there's for damn sure Hemingway is not making the 53. That's that's insane to base your opinion on a guy whether he's going to make a roster on one game, on a half of a game. Do we, but here's game. the thing. Here's the difference between the two, right, guys? Samus Reyes is a rookie who's never played football before. He has unlimited potential uh, to the coaches, right? Hemingway isn't a rookie. Okay. Can I ask you guys something? Who did Hemingway play with last year? Exactly. I'm asking you. We don't know. You don't know? Do you know Nathan? Who did he play for last year? I, can, I can't remember. Was Look he one up. of the? Was he one of the Browns? Was he, was he on the Browns? The Denver? Where was he? Listen, he, he on played a squad for the Washington Football Team. He was uh, okay. a member of this team was last he? year. Now was he, he was on. I don't remember him. Not the original fifty-three. But look at him at the end of the year. <laughs> he was on this team. He was invited back to camp. He got a contract. He's been in camp this whole time. And you guys are and blowing him off it. after half he, of a game. That's ridiculous. He missed blocks. He, he played off the entire game. He, he was terrible. Blocks, he, he was terrible. Let's just point out here. Stoner said he was on the team last year. Mm-hmm. And they retained him. But what else did they do, Stoner? In this offseason, besides retain Hemingway, what else do they do? They went out and they drafted a tight end. Mm-hmm. They picked one up who is a rookie. They signed another person. Mm-hmm. Hemingway is gone. Gone. But, gone. But what I'm saying is they believe in him enough that they brought him back, that he was on the team, that they brought him back, and he's been in camp right. this whole time. They You're believed right. in him and so now. much, they signed five more guys to compete with him. <laughs> Okay. And now after yesterday's game, he's gone by Tuesday. All right. That one uh, I will take, Trevor. I will take he's that gone Tuesday. Tuesday. He is not. The guys that are going to be gone are guys you've never heard of. That's who's going to be gone. Jazzy is uh, is in our chat right now. She's got some of her no-goes. We're, we're going to get to our go-goes and no-goes here in a little bit. So, again, this is our day after reckoning, and we're going to be talking a lot more. We got some presser footage uh, courtesy of the Washington football team that we're going to be sharing with. Uh, but I just wanted to hit up the fact that we do stream this live on our YouTube channel. We will be putting this up with our normal podcasts. It's just going to be considered bonus material for you to listen to. Um so now that that's out of the way, right. let's go ahead. Now we're going to get to we're going to talk more about the game, uh, specifically the QB play. Okay. Now Ryan Fitzpatrick only a couple series had that really great pass to uh, to our boy here McLaurin. 
There was the Logan Thomas catch, which you know he secured. So that thankfully it's teaser alert and our dollar dollar. Uh, you know, Jazzy's out. <laughs> Jazzy and, uh, money. <laughs> I'll take that, please. Thank you. So, but what about you know Montez? Montez is rough. So we're not going to really talk about him because we hope to never have to see him in actual oh, game day got, situation. We got to cut that man a break, a little bit of a break now, just a little bit. What are we doing here? You won't cut Hemingway a break, but you'll cut <laughs> no, no. Montez a break. Yeah, this is yeah, this is like his first. My favorite thing about Montez currently about is the it. fact that Fitzpatrick was working with him after training camp. Okay, that was exactly. my favorite thing about Montez. Think, okay, how long and that he sh- his last name is Sweat's first name. So that's about the only thing that that how needs to be bef- that needs to be a before and after on uh, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. St- Stephen Montez Oliver, Sweat. Montez <laughs> okay, this is first time I've seen like real like live game action since he's been with us. Yes, he was okay. a. So, he didn't have a preseason last year, right? Right. We only saw him in camp. He right. almost came in the in the Tampa game, which I was. Right. Was, so and this is his first real live action. Mm-hmm. He threw a touchdown. He was efficient. He led a two minute drive down. The, don't roll your eyes, Nathan. It happened. Did he, he did. did he throw a touchdown? You. I mean, this was yeah, just yesterday, but. Lamar Miller. He threw one in the back of the end zone. He threw a touchdown. Stephen Montez. Lamar Miller ran it. No, I can't even remember. <laughs> As a part That's because you didn't really watch the third and the fourth quarter. You've admitted that so Jason Wright is getting into your DMs right now, and he's going to be like, listen, Stoner. I think we keep Steven Montez, practice squad, develop him. Let him do it. Oh, he, he's nah. still going to stick with the team, and that's largely because they don't have anybody else, and Kyle Allen's going to end up in the injured reserve. Too, too bad. When he first got in, he was very hesitant on his throws, kind of maybe ate a sack. You know, no. chose to he, run. Once he got warmed up, he was yeah. he was okay. But that. we're really not going to talk about him. I want to yeah, talk about Heineke talk. <laughs> because that's where really the fire is at, right? Fitzpatrick to me solidified starter yeah, status for sure. There was, and there was nothing Heineke did la- in last night's game that got anywhere near competing status. Of course, and nobody should ever talk- find a dot. Yeah, of course. Of course he is. And and anybody who thinks otherwise is ridiculous. Anybody thinks there's an open competition, there's not. It's Fitzpatrick's job, so everybody else can just zip it. Zip it. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you two to zip it because we're going to listen to Coach Rivera during the presser and see what he thought of Taylor well, Heineke. Taylor picked up right where he left off. You know, the, the guy's a high dynamic energy type player, did a lot of good things, um, made some good decisions. Um you know, and, and again, I, I just I, I like who he is as a football player for us right now. All right, picked up where he left off. He's a good. He likes where he's at as a football player. You know, he he did the things that's asked of him. I don't think I was watching the same film. Now, granted, I don't watch or not the same game. Granted, he watches a lot more film than I do, but uh, he seemed a little bit more high on Heineke than uh, than we do. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, he picked up where he left off, literally, because <laughs> he was thrown into the Tampa game, and now he's thrown into a free seat like he doesn't have a And he, and he lost. And he lost. Um, and he might have had good numbers, but I didn't see anything that was like, oh, this might be a quarterback competition. I didn't see that at all. No, I didn't. he didn't have any. I, I watched him again 
this morning and or this afternoon, and he was throwing off his back foot. He was getting out of the pocket when he didn't need to. Uh, he did make a nice play on the run where he ran for a first down. That was that was didn't fine. have to though. He didn't, didn't have, have to. to. No, and he, he didn't and have he open. If he just if he. They, they praised him. Joe Theismann praised him for making oh, the decision and going for it. But if he would have just trailed out a little bit, he had an open receiver. Though I will, do want to say I want to go back and watch. And if it was Hemingway out there, I respect his decision to run. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was. He threw, remember he it threw was Hemingway. that ball to Hemingway? Because Hemingway's tall. So he threw a 50-50 ball to Hemingway, and it was like yeah. a 20-20 ball. Like, it was – Yeah, he threw a uh, – a fits like YOLO ball to Hemingway. Yeah, was he awful. was robbed of a touchdown. There was that that uh, pass interference call that uh, that he didn't oh, yeah. get. Um, Who was so that? There... Ricky Seals Jones was the receiver. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to catch the ball when your your one arm's being dragged yeah. away from you. So uh, yeah. no call there. Rough call, by the way, for the refs at the end. Um, I mean, it's preseason. Maybe they didn't get the memo that the game can end up in a tie, because you know, <laughs> and you know, AGG Gandy Golden was uh, was holding on to that ball for dear life. He took that ball all the way to the sidelines. He was so proud about that two point conversion, mm-hmm. and then they waved it off. They're like, he "Nah, he didn't he catch it." it. He Where it. I didn't see that. That they he, never showed a good he, view of him dropping it. I'm sure he did drop it. But it's just to me, which actually makes it even more hilarious that this man held on to the ball all the way to the sidelines. He was not giving it up. Oh, that's cute. Hey, do you think he'll take it home and put it put it up there in the two point conversion? I didn't catch. When they pulled us, he better have he better have given that ball to a fan when they got when they took those points off the board. He better been like, ah, never mind. Uh, Here, here, kid, you can take this. While we're on wide receivers, real quick, um, Kelvin Harmon was like non-existent. Yeah, was that because he, he wasn't getting targets, or he just wasn't getting playing time? So he got playing time plenty with Montez, mm-hmm. but he just wasn't getting targeted, uh, and a lot of that has to do, I think, with Montez and the plays they called up. But he yeah. definitely was not there. So at least we're talking about Gandy Golden. Uh, Harmon, who's a fan favorite, you know, fan darling, didn't really get to see some time. I thought he looked good at camp, uh, the sure. camps that I've been able to watch, and you've heard some good things from it. But to, you know, I think it's pretty telling, you know, preseason game or not, if the coaches are putting you in with the third stringers and you're not getting targeted, maybe that'll change. Hopefully, I do. I do expect some things to change before next game. And we are actually going to go to a clip right now. This is Ron Rivera talking about rookies and their playing. Um, time. Really like what we got from Sam. Uh, Sam needs to play, and that's the truth of the matter. And and so does Jamin. Uh, so does Ben Juiced. I mean, that's why those guys played a little extended into the second quarter. Uh, very pleased with what we saw from those guys. Um, you know, I thought when John Bates got his opportunity, I thought he did a nice job. Um, and did some really good things, as did Sam Reyes. I mean, there was a lot of positives, a lot of things that we're going to grow on and get better with. Coach calling out my boy Reyes is 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 one of the rookies that he he praised. So, were there any rookies that you guys were watching yesterday that that you saw some glimpses, or maybe you didn't see what you wanted to see? Uh, I'll go with uh, when I went back and watched again. I watched every play that Sam Cosme had. 
and Sam Cosme was outstanding. I couldn't believe, because I saw all the, the talk, Cosme was great, and, and Pro Football Focus gave him some really high grades and all that. And then I went back and watched every single play, and he was outstanding. He was good in the run game. He was good in the pass game. I'm not the kind of guy who's going to sit there and say, well, he got his hips low and he got his shoulders. Right. <laughs> to, you know, I don't get into all of that stuff. But all I do is I look at results, hence the name of our show, Ref the District, right? Uh, so yeah. I just look at what the results are. And his quarterback wasn't getting touched. No. And whenever he was run blocking, he was getting his guy out of the way. So I thought Cosme was outstanding. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with deeper into the game. He had a little shine. Tory McTire, cornerback, number 35. He uh, he had a little blanket coverage going on out there. He was smothering his, his receivers a little bit. I think he has a chance. To, his stock definitely went up after that first game for sure. So yeah, I, I, he he fun. is he's someone to watch out for absolutely. I think he probably ends up on the practice squad, mm-hmm. uh, but sure. his name has been called quite a bit here the last few weeks, and we got to see some of that in game time action, and not just with the threes. He was in there a little bit with the twos as well, and he mm-hmm. played fairly. He played. He played well enough. His name, he was being targeted, but he was doing his job. Uh, so hope hope to see continue, continue see, seeing some good things from him. Since sure. you guys praised two people, I'm going to give us somebody who uh, did not do well. And I, I can bet you Trevor can guess who it is because I think you had a tweet about Forrest. Uh, the, yeah. the one time you see him and he's chasing down the final touchdown and he's being beat to all like, get out. Like, he was yeah. not even getting close. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. to be honest, I didn't even know really who he was when we drafted him. And he hasn't, his name hasn't been mentioned literally at all during camp, like, not even really once. Uh, if if that's a no-go for us, I'd say, I'm not going to allude to there, but that could be a no-go. I don't know if that's a good draft pick or not. Was that, wasn't he like a fifth or sixth rounder, though, anyway? Yeah. He was sixth late, or yeah. seventh, wasn't he? Sixth. He was He was a late rounder. He was yeah. a late rounder, anyway. I mean, you, yeah, they've had right. some good late round picks lately, so you kind of expect them all to yeah. work out, but normally a sixth rounder, you, you usually don't get anything out of them. Nah. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll be interesting. Probably practice squad bound. Safety is a deep position, and he ain't going to be cutting it the he way ain't, he ain't. Nah. He's at the can bottom I, looking up. Can I add another one? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and add another and one. He didn't necessarily have great stats or anything, but Deami Brown, If again, if you oh. go back and just watch him, okay. he yes. was murdering people out there. There are guys that yeah. were could not touch him on just and about every route. He was. I'm glad you dudes. brought that up because I the next game I want to see those like receivers, Deami Brown, Milne, Harmon, AGG run with the ones and twos this time. Like we don't need to see Scary Terry. We don't need to see him any more rest of the preseason. We really yeah. don't. So give some of these uh, other receivers the opportunity for the ones and Deami Brown because he he looked like he wasn't doing nothing because. Our quarterback couldn't give him the ball, but he was he was actually doing stuff, like you said, Stoner stuff. Yeah. He was open all open. the time. Open. <laughs> if the if the QBs were just paying attention. Now, granted, most of the time he was playing with Heineke. I know. And that's where some of those issues were coming from. Right. But I yeah. guarantee you, in the season, this this kid is gonna be, I believe, I'm not gonna put a dollar on it, but I believe. In the end, he'll be one of the you know people talked about for offensive rookie of the year. Well, I think he's going to have that type of season. That's a little aggressive. Nathan, and, that's that's 
totally aggressive. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm just putting it out there. I think right. I think one, he looks the part. He's already doing amazing things. And then two, Stoner, you called it last time. In our last show, you said you don't think Curtis Samuel's gonna be playing a whole lot. And if Curtis Samuel's down, I think Deami Brown's the receiver who's gonna be stepping up in that position. I'm not saying he's gonna have a crazy good year, but I think he could get 30 to 35 touches for 600, 700 yards, okay? And he'll they will be explosive yards, right? So I think that's where he's going to get some of the hype, and I think that would be acceptable for the team. Okay, who was the offensive rookie of the year last year? Do you remember who that was? was? QB. I didn't say he's no. going to win offensive rookie of the year. I said who he would just it? be in consideration. Well, I mean, it was, it was Herbert, I believe, right? It was Herbert. Not, yeah. What do you mean you but, believe? It's, it's listen, literally – what, what week one is being pegged? <laughs> offensive rookie of the year versus defensive okay, rookie of the year. What, I got my hand, my money on defensive rookie of the year, especially after what he did yeah. and his limited playing time. But go ahead, Stoner. Okay, but my point is, <laughs> I think the NFC uh, offensive rookie of the year because I think they do that. Right, that was Justin Jefferson for uh, Minnesota, like and he had like yeah, I, he had like eighty five catches, yeah. thirteen hundred yards, whatever it was. He Deami Brown's going to have that kind of year? No. no. No, I didn't say he's having the offensive rookie of the year. I think that he's going to have a good enough year where he's in consideration. Now, they always consider like 10 guys. So I'm not saying <laughs> – yeah. this isn't like a Heisman finalist where I'm saying he's he's going to New York and he's going to be one of the three people that are there. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that people are going to look at his season, his offensive rookie year, and go, this dude is going to be something his sophomore year. That's so, fair. That's fair. So, for you, Stoner, while we're here on wide receivers again, your man Steven Sims Jr. last night. Mm-hmm. Is he making the 53 or not? He still might. I would not rule him out. He was back there returning punts, too, and he did just fine. No, no, no. And he was back there fielding punts. He didn't really return. He returned it. <laughs> he returned it. He had the one return. He Give me the DeAndre one Carter. Give me DeAndre Carter Maybe. all day. Maybe. Uh, I I, I want to see Patterson. Coach said Patterson needs to get some uh, reps back there fielding punts. And I if that happens, cool. I think that, I think you you nice. definitely lose DeAndre Carter. Carter looked good fielding the punts. Mm-hmm. Um Max Milne was uh Dax Milne Dax. rather. Uh yeah, <laughs> Dax Milne. He looked pretty decent fielding punts. Yeah. Steven Sims Jr. was there. He was there. Right. I don't. I really don't think he's going to end up making the team. Uh, if they're not going to use him for any kind of return duties, I don't think they're going to go with him over one of the other receivers. That's just my opinion. Uh, that at least there's some competition for. There's not any competition with the kicking, and this is what Coach uh, had to say um, about you know, the kicking. We'll take a look at it. We'll, we'll define it even more um, and, and really just kind of get that thing worked out. I mean, more so than anything else for the most part. No, there's not a concern. I think it's disappointing, you know, but uh, at, uh, at the end of the day, we have a new operation that's got to continue to get worked out. And we've got two more, two more preseason games to get it corrected. Coach says, not a concern. I'm concerned. I'm extremely concerned. I've been concerned since London. <laughs> oh, yeah, when he missed <laughs> yeah. that game tire. Cincinnati and he missed the, missed the field goal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He- he's not been the same. He doesn't. He he's the reason. Some of the reason why we're like out of some games. Like he he just 
he puts us out of games rather than puts us in the games, and I don't see why we extended him. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, and it's it's different when we talked about some of these other guys who have such a small body of work, and we don't want to say, well, this guy should be on the team or this guy should not be on the team based on one game or a half of the yeah. game. With Dustin Hopkins, you've seen it for five years. You know what he is, and he's That's not bad. he's not he's not terrible, but he's not really good he's no. he's like fitzpatrick he's like right in oh. the middle he's just <laughs> average and that's probably not decidedly gonna mediocre it's decidedly mediocre yeah. that's right there you go i mean i just don't get it i don't and i don't care i don't want to hear we have a new long snapper i don't want to hear that i don't that's not an excuse yeah you go back to the first field goal that he missed i watched it that again and everything looked perfect there was no timing issue. Oh. He didn't stutter or anything. The snap was fine. The hold was fine. He just missed it. It wasn't a timing. Because it wasn't a new guy thing. Oh, Fitzpatrick's going to put us in a position in games where it's going to come down to the kicking game, and it's going to be overlooked because of the missed field goal. Like, it's, I don't mm-hmm. want to go through that this year. So, hey, Ron, you got two more games. One more game, bro. <laughs> One more. You should be so, bringing in auditions this week. Yeah, you think that's going to happen? I heard they're going to bring yes. in quarterbacks and kickers this week. They're not bringing in quarterbacks, and I don't think they're bringing in kickers either. I they need so. to bring in at least one kicker. You got to. Right. Put some pressure on D-Hop. Let him know that this this is real. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're If not you're trying to break in a new rookie, you might as well try to break in a new kicker. Yeah, uh, I do. You know, the second one, there were some issues, and you know that's what mm-hmm. coach says. They got to work that out. They got to work out the timing. You saw Hopkins talking to uh, Way on their uh, on the way back to the sidelines. So yeah, they're going to talk that through. My thing is, is they were doing that all through camp. Why have why hasn't the timing been done? Is it is it, it is it? <laughs> it was because it was raining, Nathan. Was raining. Yeah. Then you better, someone better sit out there with a dang on hose and just yeah. be like pouring it on yeah. shower wise. Get to, I will, I will take leave from yes. work to yes. be that guy. All right. I will literally sit out there and you can give me a hand pump one and I'll just do it with a hand pump too. Yes. I'll be out there doing that. If that's what you want or need uh, that, for your team. That's a gift. I'm totally going to make that a gift. That little hand pumping <laughs> thing you were doing there. A GIF, uh, sorry. A GIF. All right, let's get into our go-go's and no-go's. Yes. This is the segment of the show here where we will go over who we liked and who we didn't like. Trevor, hit us with your first go-go. My first go-go, I'm going to piggyback. Uh, I'm actually at two, if, if that's okay, two ties. I have uh, Sam Cosme, and I also have um, Jarrett Patterson, of course. Um, I'm not just saying that because of everybody else's, but he he literally was the best running back outside of Antonio Gibson that got touches last night. Um, Peyton Barber trimmed down, but I think his job is in trouble. Jarrett Patterson just made a, that was a statement game to let people know that he's here okay. and ready to do. And Sam Cosme, like, he's thinking back off you. So Sam Cosme looks like he is. He's he's ready. I think he can. I think he's ready to go. Honestly, like that, he was tossed around guys. He was blocking guys. He provided a clean pocket for Ryan Fitzpatrick to step up and make a nice throw to I think Terry McLaurin that one play. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm gonna go with those two as my go-go's. 
Remember Sam? Uh, remember Morgan Moses' first game at right tackle? Yeah. How how terrible he was. Oh, so yes. this is he was a turnstile. Yeah, obviously uh, Sam Cosby had one of those last night. He did have yeah. one. <laughs> but he's a rookie. They're gonna they're gonna exactly. happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Now he, I want to before I get to Stoner's go goes. I need to oh. hear his, about this head shaking on Patterson because I'm with you, Trevor. The guy looked good, and I don't I, like. Practice squad is it might be likely, but the dude's catching the ball, the dude's running the ball, the dude's making people miss. It doesn't oh. matter if it's second, third string. He looks like he's going to make some people miss on the first string, and he looks a lot more dynamic than Barber, who again was stuffed short. And I know you know someone missed a block is what mm-hmm. I'm you know I was told. Okay, I don't care. You know what happens with, with if someone misses a block and you have a good back back there. Yeah, they block. make them miss, and they make those yards anyways. Well, that's Barber, true. Barber, you miss that block, and you end up short of the line. Yeah, that's true. Derrick Henry's never had a play for a loss. That's true. So when he's had bad blocking, he's okay. never been stopped behind the line. Let's, that's true. Let's okay, not, that's, a let's, that's a bit of, that's a bit of an exaggeration of what I said. Old um, man glasses are on. Okay, let's, so, uh, well, my head was shaking on Patterson because it was not against Patterson. It was for Barber because Barber is is a very good third down or third running back. So again, let's look at that qualifier again. Hold on, let's let's address the qualifier. You said he's a very good, mm-hmm. yes, very good meaning above average. Yes, for a third. That is running back. wrong. I need you to back that up with statistics the next time Tampa. you come on this show. Okay. So he has the pedigree. He has the proof. He's listen. You got again. You're making declarative. Come at me when he scores eight touchdowns in one game. Come on, it's <laughs> Buffalo against I don't know, um, Northwest Sarasota <laughs> College junior people. I don't who... care. It's eight touchdowns, bro. <laughs> okay, that's impressive. I'm again. It's not against Patterson. It's saying Barber's not leaving that yeah. third spot. Most I think likely. they might want a veteran in there. Yes. And I do think that in that case, and here's the thing is we've seen this before with uh, undrafted free agent, rookie running backs, or even late round r- rookie running backs where they impress during the preseason. They're those, they're the district diamond. And I do think Patterson's going to be this year's district diamond for the preseason. And then they get stashed on the practice squad and we might not see them again. It's quite possible that's what's going to happen with Patterson. But I don't know, man, when he stopped on a dime and made that dude miss, everybody was just like, ooh! (laughs) Yeah, so you mean when he stopped on a dime and made that guy who's going to be working at FedEx next week miss? (laughs) Okay, good move. He's in the league for a reason. He got there for a reason. (laughs) Right, right. But he's not going to be on a roster in a couple of weeks. Probably All right. Not. All right. Let's get to your go-go's. Who so, are your go-go's? And some and sometimes these things work themselves out because don't kill me because somebody might get hurt. Maybe a barber gets hurt or something. Right? Can, I said time, barber. Trevor, I said every time. Every time. Say like RB three. Something like somebody needs to be called upon. Just say that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we talked about we already talked about Deami Brown and we talked about Cosme. How those guys uh, really popped and some of the guys that really didn't get a whole lot of run necessarily that popped were uh, Jonathan Allen. I was watching Jonathan Allen on every play, every single play. And I can't back this up with 
100% proof. But I believe every single play he was double teamed. Every single time. And there was one time he was triple teamed. And I'm like, oh my God, they are trying to kill Jonathan Allen out there. So I think that's that's good because obviously it frees up the other guys to make plays and all that. Jonathan Allen was really good. That's not a surprise. Uh, Gibson looked healthy. He yeah. looked quick. Yeah. Uh, there was the one play where he missed on that pass from Fitzpatrick out of the backfield because he stopped for some reason. And Fitzpatrick thought he was going to keep going past the Matthew Judon mm-hmm. who was covering him. And if he had, he might still be running. But I thought he looked very healthy, quick, uh, everything that you'd hope. He looked good. And I think the last one, I did like the way Fitz was in control of the offense. He, he You had some of those close-ups on him when he was coming up to the line. Doesn't have a yeah, mouth he- guard. Chewing gum. Gum. He's got his wedding ring on, his real wedding like a ring. real wedding ring, not not like a rubber band one. <laughs> yeah. Like a real. And he's just out there looking around. Tell <laughs> and and that's good. That's what that's what you get from a 17 year vet, right? He's been there. He's faced all. And he got this. rocked too. He's he got faced. rocked one yeah. So those are those are a lot of my go gos. I I was impressed with a lot, and they got beat 22 13, which. By the way, it was almost my exact prediction. I know. It was. Uh, it was. Was it the exact? I said, no, I said almost. almost. I said almost. 20 okay, seconds. I was like, if it's exact, dude, we, we, I'm, I need Lilato numbers, man. Uh, but, uh, but I thought the offense, even though the first, first string guys and even some of the second string guys, I thought they looked good. I thought they looked in rhythm. They didn't have a lot of the dumb penalties that you see quite often. They didn't have any false starts. They didn't have to. They did have to call a timeout one time, but that was the play that they thought they were going to review, and they took too long. That was, that more was Montez on. as well. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. But so they didn't have a lot of those dumb things that you used to see from these undisciplined coaches that we've had in the past, where they're not getting up to the line in time and having to call timeout, yeah. and the guys are not in the right place, and no, no false starts. No, I think they had one uh, defensive holding on uh, Jackson, Jackson or something. Yeah. Right. I thought they looked good. The first, the first squad, the first teamers on both sides of the ball, I thought looked really good, and I was very impressed uh, with how good they looked. Well, I mean, you guys took most of the go go, so I'm going to highlight two more of our rookies here. I really thought Bates looked pretty good out there. Mm-hmm. So he he, did. he, he uh, you know, he he's we, he's a known blocker. He did look a little rigid. I noticed that when they kind of showed him, he was very rigid, but he did he got the job done for the block. Uh, and then when he was, you know, he caught that one pass, I was hoping for a little few, a few more, but the one for 19 yards, some good body control, uh, and made a good catch. So I thought Bates looked pretty good and Benjamin St. Juiced for a guy that nobody knew, you know, no fan really knew who the heck he was when he was drafted looked fairly decent. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not so. going to say he looked great, but he looked, he looked, he looked respectable for a rookie and somebody who, you know, allows fuller to move inside and play to fuller strength. So hopefully that'll be the case because you know who wasn't looking good? We got a bunch of no-goes here. Uh, Hopkins and Hopkins is going to be at the top of the list. So sure. we're going to get him, we're going to get him, uh, him uh, taken off the no-go list. Um, Trap key, your boy, your boy there, Trevor, didn't end up with the, with the interception. He didn't. He didn't. He shines on special teams. They're going to keep him on special teams. 
I will say this: they they did have him on the uh, starting special teams for that kickoff, so he might be he might be there. Um, another no go that we're going to cross off the list right now is Hemingway. Yeah, sure. We talked Terrible. about him extensively. Terrible. Had a horrible, horrible. He's not game. making the eighty-five. <laughs> he's a hundred percent making eighty. They're they're cutting five guys, and he's going to be one of them. <laughs> no, he's not. Hundred percent, he's not. Sorry. All right, Charlie. Let's hear who who. My no goes. Yeah, let's he hear is. about your no goes because we've already talked enough about Hemingway and his lack of ability to be on the the final fifty three or eighty five. The entire linebacking core outside of John Bostic, Cole Holcomb, and, and Jamin Davis. Our line, our depth at line got linebacker That's is atrocious. Mm-hmm. David Mayo was slow, slow. He was getting tossed around left and right. Joe Walker. Get him out of there. <laughs> cool Joe Walker. He doesn't even look like a linebacker. Get him out of there. Um, Kuzniak, or however you say his name, he's okay, but he's special teams, and Norris is special teams. We need some help at linebacker because we were getting destroyed over the middle. Yeah. Destroyed. So like, that, that's a problem. That that Janizak or Jusak or whatever yeah. his name is, he Jordan what Kuzniak. he tucks his his jersey in like really tight and it just looks really weird. I noticed that you don't I don't look for that stuff, but I was like, why does he tuck his jersey in so <laughs> I mean, tight? Because that's about the only way you're gonna notice him. Yeah, it's probably yeah. the probably the reason. Yeah. When that Stevenson running back ran for the 91 yard touchdown, I know it's preseason, but still, our linebacking core was gassed by the time he hit the 50. It was yeah. atrocious. We that. Yeah. Serious help. Serious help. Because if somebody needs to be called upon, we're going yeah. to get eaten alive. There we go, Trevor. That's what we're, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. We're going to oh. be eaten alive, and I, I don't want that to happen. And John Bostic is not even. I know. You both hate Bostic. That's okay. Okay. Because you brought up Bostic. Because you first you said him in the in the part. You're, you're yeah, like the no goes linebacking core outside of Bostic, Holcomb, and uh, uh, Jamin Davis. The only reason why I said it. I just I just want to note if we had a decidedly mediocre camp like here, so we were having our go goes or no goes. Decidedly mediocre is John Bostic. He okay, is this season's this season's you know definition of decidedly mediocre i don't want to see him on the field when they went to the nickel where it was was, when it was bostic and holcomb out there i was like why why are we doing this he looks you talked about mayo looking looking slow bostic was always behind the play like over the tackle all the time like he misses tackle great communicator he can yes. call out the defense great. He can lead, like he's good Amazing. at that. But when it comes to call it out from the sidelines, Bostic. Call it from the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe he can he can call it from the field there. Like he can set it, call it from the field and then take off to the side. <laughs> I mean he's, like quick. you said, Center, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to do because outside mm-hmm. of him, I'm not putting anybody else up there with Holcomb right. and Devin Davis, so yeah. Hudson Hudson still has flashes, but he's not quite where where I, I you want him it. to be. He's a tweener, and yeah. I think that I think that honestly he can be the weak side linebacker when they do have the three in there, just because he can do. He's he's a bit quicker. He's younger. Like I said, he's a tweener, uh, almost like a large safety uh, to be you know out there. 
but yeah, on the two linebacker sets, if if by the midseason we still have Bostic in there with the two linebackers, yeah. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. So, all right, Stoner, who's your no-goes? All right, you know what? who we missed on the go-goes, um, oh. which was an obvious one that we just – you just assume he's always going to be on the go-goes, and that was Chase, right? Chase, oh, Ch- Chase and Terry McLaurin looked great. Hey. Uh, Logan Thomas hey. looked good in his limited time. I know my wife is going to hate me for, for bringing that one up. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think, like, when we're talking about, these guys saw two series of plays, right? So I, I, we should be highlighting the people. The go-go's should okay. be people who've played extensively. All right. So the no-go's, all those we talked about already. Uh, Tressway was not good. What happened? He yeah. he was kicking him in the end zone. He was kicking him short. I don't, know. I don't think raining is the thing. I think he mailed it in. I think he just mailed it in. Well, he was yeah, he wasn't he, he, he doesn't need to prove anything. He's uh, the no, he ball. doesn't. But in this <laughs> particular game, he was a no go. He was just not that good. Sorry, he, that's he, hard, he wasn't. Dude. That's fair. Well, he you're, wasn't. You're, you, were you, I think we. I think our standards are really set really high for him. I think our standards are set that he's going to be a coffin corner. You know, pin him at the five every single time. And he didn't do that, and so that's why we're saying he's a no go. Our our expectations is this guy is is the closest you're going to see to a 100 rating on Madden for a punter, and he he's, he's like an he, yesterday he was like an 85. Yeah, it's okay. Um, okay, I'm just saying for this game, I'm not I'm not saying you should cut him like you guys. How, how many how many punt return yards did they get? <laughs> I, I have no idea. I really don't think like the out of the times they punted, even when he when even when it was inbounds, he did have one kind of pooch punt that I wasn't. And then actually that worked out in our favor because the um, the <laughs> uh, um, Patriots player decided to try to chase it down oh, for yeah, whatever right, reason. Right. That was like the shortest punt he had and the ball just kept rolling for him. Um, but he kicked two into that, the uh, end zone, right into the middle of the end zone. Yeah, which he just doesn't he do that normally. Yeah, you're and, right. You're right. And he had that other... That's my next jersey, man. Tressway's my next yeah, jersey. Like you can't be talking bad about him. And he also had another one um, that was just very returnable. And wasn't it last year when he had, like, two punts all year that were returned? Something like that? Yeah. He's either getting a fair catch or, like you said, he's putting it in the corner. So, and look, still I'm not robbed the guy. Of, I'm just saying, uh, of accolades, by the way. Still robbed of accolades after having the, the amazing year. Yeah, he, he was awesome. Um, uh, Charles Leno, I thought struggled. He had a lot of plays to where he, he missed some blocks on that one barber third down and short. He completely whiffed on the block and that's the guy who made the play. Um, he had the play. He was the guy protecting Fitz when Fitz got pummeled. And I believe (laughs) you have to check me on this, but he might've been the guy who, uh, got, uh, Heineke sacked the one sack that they gave up. Well, no, that double check that that might not have been him, but um, but he he was kind of uneven. He had some good plays, but he had a lot of plays that weren't so great. And the NBC Sports Washington production crew was definitely in preseason form. Um, cameras <laughs> going all over the place. Uh, I almost made a tweet about that when 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 they moved the, like jerked the camera. I was like, ah, it's yeah. preseason for these guys too. Yeah, and and. They weren't catching the starts of plays, and they were talking. God love him. He's a he's a legend for this franchise. But Joey T, I don't want to oh hear anything about uh, New England. Okay, this is Thank this you. is not a national telecast. 
This is NBC Sports Washington. <laughs> yes. Tell us yes. everything about NBC Sports Washington, yes. please. Yes. Nothing about anybody else. It's not, it's Pre- not precisely so why we're not going to. Yeah, precisely why we won't be bringing up Cam Newton or Mac Jones right. on this one. Yeah. We don't care. That's for some. That's for the New England podcasters to do. That's right. So they can talk about them. I'm going to give us one more no go here, and that was Isaiah Wright. Oh yeah, Who? gone. He, uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah, gone. He did not. He he did not do himself any favors uh, last night. He's already been. He's already one that's been kind of at the end of this competitive wide receiver group. And he just didn't look good. Looks like he might have injured himself. I haven't heard anything about that today, uh, whether or not he did, in fact, injure himself. But um, he yeah, injured himself. Isaiah Wright is is I have another no go. Our tackling was a no go, all yeah. across the board. Across. But the you board. can say that, like, if you looked at it from the New England side, like we say, we're not going to do. But if you look at it from the New England side, they had a lot of missed tackles too. This is the first time they've really been tackling for real in mm-hmm. since the end of the end of last year so you kind of you, you say that's where it's really okay to say it's preseason those are the kinds of things that will get a little bit better as you go along as the tackling but you're right tackling was not great but it wasn't great on the other side either ask ask that guy that uh patterson swooped on by <laughs> yeah, no joke yeah no joke all right. Well, why don't we wrap up today's show with Dala Dala? Yeah. Let's look at look at the board. Let's see where our money went, and uh, and who's buying the next round of beers here? That's uh, probably me. <laughs> All right. So the first one is uh, Nathan said that any Washington receiver would have more than sixty one yards. And I said that doesn't usually happen in the preseason, so there's no chance. So nobody even came close to that. I was hoping there was going to be the breakout play like De'Ami right. Brown right. or yeah. Terry McLaurin who are just going to be streaking down 80 yards, touchdown, done. Okay, good to go. Didn't didn't happen. That doesn't usually happen in preseason. So so Nathan doesn't usually happen. Up. 91 yard touchdown yeah, 91 run. Yard touchdown. Like, no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, all right. Trevor said Lamar Miller was going to have two plus touchdowns. You owe Nathan and I both on that one. He did have one. That was, I was, you know, I was, I'm telling you, I was looking at the clock. I was just like, oh, there's like, like one minute, 53 piece, seconds. Then? We'll see if it happens. Isn't that 50 cents a piece then I owe you since I got half of it, right? <laughs> no, sir. I think you're misunderstanding the name of this. It's Dala Dala, not 50 cent, 50 cent. All right. <laughs> so uh, let's see. So then the next one was Nathan said that Bates is going to have the most receiving yards of all the tight ends. No chance. That didn't happen either. You no chance. He was like five yards short, and he did. He had one catch compared to the two catches for the other guys. So. Okay, so he was the third leading receiver for tight ends. No chance. All right. Uh, the next one was I said that Bates would have zero receptions. Yeah. So close. So close to that. He had one. Ooh, we got one 19 yarder. He had if he would have had one more, he would have been the top tight end. You tell me, no chance. So I have had more catches. So I have to um, pay both Nathan and Trev on that one. Then down at the bottom, Jazzy popped into our live chat and she said Logan Thomas would have two plus drops. And I think Nathan <laughs> said it very well. 
that he's not even going to be in the game long enough to get two targets. And that was correct. He only got one target, and he grabbed it. So Jazzy owes both Nathan and the Stoner $1. And then the last one was... I don't get a dollar for that. No, you were not on that one. Oh, dang. Nope, you didn't you didn't jump in on that because gotta play I, to win. Gotta play to win. I looked I back know. at it and I think Trev was like he was so focused on getting his next bet out there that he <laughs> that he was like, No, no, I don't want to do that. I don't he was that. so yeah, certain, right. so right. certain about his bet too. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he said uh Apke was gonna get a pick and both Nathan and I said no chance and I don't even not know it, if it. he was even I'll out there. I'm on that bet for the rest of preseason. I'm <laughs> <laughs> The rest of preseason. So that's the dollar dollar. I went five and one. I barely. I just missed going six and zero oh by that one catch from base. Just barely. Yeah. Um, Nathan went four and two, and I think uh, Trev went two and two, and Jazzy went zero oh and one. There you go. That's the dollar dollar. <laughs> five hundred's good. Five hundred's good. We'll we'll be keeping track of the dollar dollars as they go along, seeing our pluses and minuses, and it's all for fun and games. We'll, you know, we won't really make each other pay because I really, really don't want to have to take money away from Trevor. You know, uh, he'll just have to buy me a beer when we're at the game. Which, Trevor, you and I, we're we're there next week, right? Yes, sir. So, yep. So we'll be at the game on Friday. Uh, Thursday night, we'll be streaming here on our YouTube channel, and we'll post post that to Buzzsprout as well. That'll be our standard Ref the District show. Keep with us at, at Ref the District on Twitter to find out exactly what we'll be talking about by then. I'll give you a little spoiler. The game will be about the second preseason game. Uh, we'll see if there's anything to talk about with the Washington Wizards or the Nationals. I do have a, a, a polo, <laughs> Nationals polo hidden under here, uh, which... Yeah, yeah. I've I told my wife it's downpouring. I was just like, I need you to take video of me standing outside in this polo uh, with the yeah. rain just coming down because this is how I feel ever since they <laughs> traded Trey Turner. Yes. So we'll talk more about that when it comes to Ref the District on Thursday. This is Day After Reckoning. And this will be a standard throughout the season. You will find us Saturday doing this show uh, on Saturday, because it's the show, the game's on Friday, right? <laughs> yep. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Sorry, just uh, space there. So catch us on the YouTube channel, Ref the District. You can catch us wherever your podcasts are found. I'm Nathan. He's the Stoner, and that's Trevor. And we're Ref the District. Washington, uh huh, and we saw him die hard fence. Yeah, we are. You know, we keep it on 10. One, Let's talk about two, the one, two, three. Let's go. And they gifted. We are Nathan and the Stoner. Yeah, that's ref the dish. Oh, podcast. Come on now and join us. Join it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones 
who get it done.